Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Strength Talk. My name is Coach Lauren. I'm your host. And today we are going to be talking about all things strength and conditioning. And I am so excited. I'm going to dive in a little bit deeper into the science behind strength and conditioning, why it's beneficial for your body long term, how to incorporate it into your health and fitness routine. And then I've got some exciting things to share with you guys at the end. So let's go ahead and jump right in. Welcome to Strength Talk, the ultimate podcast catered to women embracing evidence-based fitness and mindful nutrition. I'm Coach Lauren, your guide to a holistic and sustainable approach to health. Say goodbye to restrictive diets, over-exercising, and unrealistic beauty standards. It's time to discover your true potential beyond aesthetics. Join us for science-backed advice, myth-busting, and empowering stories. This is Strength Talk, where femininity meets vitality. I was very stiff this morning, and I mean, I'm pretty stiff today. Good Lord. I mean, normally, normally I was like probably a little bit further than that, but that is a big stretch right there today. So I'm not wearing it um, because I, you know, I'm not really doing anything sitting here recording a podcast, but um, anyway, we're going to talk all things strength and conditioning today. I'm going to dive into a little bit of a, the science, and I am so excited to share that with you. I'm going to try and keep it digestible, though, um, and talk about it in like the best way, the easiest way to understand it. So if anyone out there is listening to this and knows like the exact science of it, that is not my audience. Um, I'm not teaching strength and conditioning to strength professionals. I am teaching it to the general public. So I just want to say that. So we're going to start with strength training. Then we're going to talk about conditioning and both of them together. So strength training. Bottom line is strength training will change your life. I don't care what background you come from, don't care what your age is, don't care what conditions you have, don't care about any of that. Evidence, there's so much evidence that points to strength training being incredibly beneficial for anyone and everyone, okay? Uh, Not only does it help with uh, neuromuscular disorders. Um, Personally, I work with those with Parkinson's disease and it's extremely beneficial for them, even though they tend to be a little bit on the older side. I've got cancer survivor patients, those with Tourette's syndrome, um, those that struggle with clinical depression and anxiety and ADHD and uh, autism, uh, Down syndrome, spinal cord injuries, all of those things, all of those people can benefit from strength training and then just the general public. As women, as we age, if you don't already have a foundation of strength and conditioning or any sort of exercise, you are at a very high risk of sarcopenia, which is muscle loss as you age. I see this because I do have a good amount of clients. I also run a nonprofit for the aging population. And I see this day in and day out. I see what happens to us as we age if we do not have a background in exercise. I also see the other part of it, those who do have a background in exercise and how that benefits them 
later in life. With strength training, it can also help you prevent and manage degenerative conditions and disease. All right. So from a long-term perspective, everyone on this planet needs to be doing some sort of strength training. Okay. When we talk about the right now benefits, because there are short-term benefits to strength training, um, strength training has a higher amount of post-exercise oxygen consumption um, than even aerobic exercise. So a lot of people think that just cardio training uh, is better for like getting more oxygen to your lungs and to your brain. Strength training has actually been shown to have a greater amount of post-exercise oxygen consumption than even doing an aerobic exercise. Secondly, strength training can also help increase your metabolism. And that is incredibly important because it helps build and maintain muscle mass. It also helps your body burn more calories at rest, which can improve your your heart health and your uh, ability to maintain lower amounts of body fat. Now, when I talk about that, I'm not necessarily, it does translate to a little bit of aesthetics there, but when I, when we talk about excessive amounts and I'm talking about excessive amounts, I'm not talking about just general amounts of body fat. I'm talking about excess and this excess is dependent on the person, by the way, it just depends on the person, but excessive amounts of body fat in the body, which can lead to other health conditions. Strength training can help you maintain lower amounts of body fat. Okay. So when we talk about the short-term benefits of strength training, uh, number one for women, it helps make us not as frail, right? We're not as, as fragile. We're not as frail. It helps you, uh, it helps make life easier is what I'm trying to say. The more frail you are, the harder life is. The stronger you are, the easier life is. It is just fact, okay? So when we build strength, our life gets easier, period. Secondly, when we talk about post-exercise oxygen consumption, so a lot of people think, oh, I need to do aerobic exercise or cardio exercise in order to improve my heart health and my cardiovascular system, strength training has actually been shown to have a higher amount of post-oxygen consumption rather than aerobic exercise. Essentially what that means is that it is just as effective, if not more effective than cardio for improving your cardiovascular health, which is a great thing. Uh, it also can improve your metabolism, which increases your resting metabolic rate. So your body is going to have number one, more energy at rest, like not doing anything. Um, and then also it has, you're going to have the ability to maintain less body fat. Now that is a relative term. I want to be very clear with that. Excess body fat for is going to be different per person. If whether or not you have excess body fat is going to mean different things to different people and the 
some people's bodies are okay with more body fat than others. It doesn't necessarily mean because they have more body fat than you, then they have excessive amounts of body fat. It just depends on the person. So I want to make that very, very, very clear. Okay. Um, and then finally, from a general aesthetic purpose, you're going to look more toned when you're strength training in general um, than if you were to not strength train. And whatever that means for you, that is a benefit. However, I don't want to necessarily focus on the physical aesthetic parts of strength training because you can very much get caught up in that. Okay. So when we talk about strength training, and I've got my notes over here. That's why I keep looking down because I want to make sure I cover everything. Um, and I stay on task because I can very much get off task. Um, so I want to talk about what is the difference between strength training and like general weight training, like just using weights to work out. Because a lot of people think if they pick up a weight, then they're strength training. And that is actually not the case. You can actually not use weights in strength train. It just depends on what you're doing. And it depends on your body. And it depends on the way that you do it. Okay. So when we talk about strength training, generally, as a general rule of thumb, we're talking about higher loads on the body with lower rep ranges, meaning lower like one to five reps given in a progressive way. And that is the key progression with training in this way means strength training. Strength training is not once every few months you lift heavy and that's it. In order to strength train, you have to have a progressive way to train in the in how you move throughout the workouts, which is why people hire people like me to help them program those progressions. Okay. Um, so an, an example of strength training would be a set of your, your day one, you're doing three sets of three reps of deadlifts at 80% of the max weight you've ever lifted for deadlifts for one rep. Okay. Or 80% of your one rep max. Maybe the next week you do four sets of three reps at 80%. The next week you do five sets of three reps at 80%. Now, that is just one way and a very easy way to understand, but there are so many different ways to progress through strength training. That is called linear progression, but there are so many different ways to do it. Um, but that's just the easiest example that I can give, an easiest digestible example I can give within here, um, within the context of this podcast. So when we talk about strength training, it doesn't mean this week I do three sets of three reps of deadlifts. And then in three or four weeks, maybe I do another set of two. You know, no, that's not strength training. We have to have that progression piece in order for it to be strength training. If not, you're just doing you're just moving with weight. That's it. Okay. Um, when we talk about resistance training in general, that can include strength training, but it includes a lot of other things. Um, now you can use resistance in a variety of ways, conditioning and cardio work, yoga, Pilates, uh, 
plyometrics and calisthenics, those body weight sort of movements. You can use it in body weight training, like I mentioned. You can also use it in hypertrophy or bodybuilding style training. Anything that adds resistance to the body with whatever exercise you're doing is resistance training and does have great benefits. The only difference with that what separates strength training from these other things though is that strength training impacts not just your ner- your muscular system but it also affects your central nervous system, okay? When we talk about neuromuscular advantages, so the incorporating the ner- nervous system, the central nervous system and your muscular systems, strength training allows the body to be more powerful. It allows the joints to function properly and optimally. And it also conditions your brain to recruit the different muscles of the body and utilize the the muscles of the body in an appropriate way. Long story short, it makes your body more efficient at movement. That is what separates strength training from the other forms of training and why I am partial to strength training, okay? Because of how it affects your life outside of the gym and your ability to not only prevent injury, but your ability to have more enjoyment out of life, okay? You're walking around the farmer's market, you buy a bunch of heavy shit, you're able to carry it and also still enjoy the farmer's market. You can't just like go have to go back to your car and then come back in and all of those things. It helps you be more efficient in life. It helps you pick up your kids and your grandkids and play with your dog and all of these things in in addition to keeping you safe and healthy, okay? This also has an effect on your mental health as well, okay? Because it makes life easier, you don't have your mental health and mental struggles on top of physical struggles. And you can kind of separate the two. It it can also uh, help you produce a lot of great chemicals for your mental health. But when it, when we look at like, if you're already struggling with your mental health, but like, it's hard to bend down and take care of your children, like that's going to compound, right? It's going to be harder to do things when you can't physically do things, but also you can't mentally do things as well. Okay. Um, and so I want to talk about general fitness because I think that it's not that everyone should only strength train and that's it. I do think that a well-rounded fitness routine can be extremely beneficial for a lot of people. And so I see your health and fitness journey as a meal. Okay. You have your primary ingredients of that meal, your meat and potatoes, if you will. Okay. And then you have your seasonings, you have your toppings, you have all of the other little things, but your meat and potatoes, those are like the main parts of the meal, right? For a lot of people, the meat and potatoes may also include a sport. Okay. I know that pickleball is really popular right now. For me, it's uh, powerlifting and Olympic weightlifting, which has some overlap with strength training, right? But even if I taking those away, taking the powerlifting and Olympic weightlifting away, I'd still want to strength train. Okay. Strength training would be my meat and potatoes. And then maybe I'd choose another one, but you don't have to, 
strength training can be just your meat and potatoes. And then we include all of the other things as toppings and seasonings. So other things like conditioning and cardio, yoga, Pilates, calisthenics, mobility, stretching, hypertrophy. Okay. Those are the toppings and the seasoning of your meal, but your meat and potatoes should be something that focuses on your long-term health and is not focused on how your body physically looks. And I'm telling you right now, because as someone who used to have hypertrophy or bodybuilding style training as my meat and potatoes, I got bored. I was losing my mind. I started doing handstands. I got hurt. I hurt my back. I sprained my ankle. Like it was, it was bad. Okay. I have had meat and potatoes be hypertrophy and I was not fulfilled in my life and it impacted my mental health and it was extremely problematic. I would say hypertrophy and then cardio because I did a lot of steady state walking. I would do two hours a day, okay, for a long time and it ruined my body, all right? And I wanted to reject fitness completely for almost a year. I was not into it. And honestly, if COVID hadn't have happened, I COVID gave me a little bit of time to reassess things. And if COVID hadn't have happened, I probably wouldn't be sitting here talking to you today about health and fitness and strength training. So, um, but anyway, I digress. That's what m- makes a well-rounded fitness routine. You have your meat and potatoes for some people that strength training and a sport for some people like, um, you know, that may be strength training. And so like for my husband, strength training and jujitsu. Okay. With jujitsu being a big part of that strength training being supplemental, but then he also like, he did some conditioning work and, um, he did some hypertrophy and mobility work this weekend as the toppings and the seasonings to his health and fitness routine. Okay. So let's move on to conditioning, moving right along. I'm super happy that I'm staying on task today. Um, So I want to talk about the difference between cardio and conditioning. And this gets really confusing. The lines get blurred and it gets really muddy for a lot of people. So cardio, okay, when used as a verb, okay, it is essentially just means intentionally elevating your heart rate through exercise with the purpose of improving your cardiovascular health. Okay. That's cardio. Now conditioning can be cardio, but not all cardio is conditioning. Okay. So, and I'm going to talk about why that is. When we use cardio as more of like a noun and an all encompassing meaning, that's where we've gotten into trouble with not fully understanding cardio. Okay. So a lot of people will say, you know, when they get exhausted walking up the stairs, oh, I need to improve my cardio. Or when they don't get winded (laughs) going up the stairs, then they'll say, oh, my cardio is amazing. But what we're really talking about here is endurance, not cardio, which are two very different things. Conditioning, improves your endurance. I don't know why I got all kinds of stuff. I don't know what's happening. Sorry, guys. Um, If you're listening to me, I have balloons all over my screen. And then I've had like thumbs up things and I don't even know. Um, But when we talk about 
when we talk about conditioning, okay, we're talking about conditioning our body to be become more efficient and more adapted to a certain activity. That is conditioning. Cardio is just elevating your heart rate uh, through exercise. Okay, which can include like we joke at with Olympic weightlifting that when we have high reps of things or we have low rest times, that's our cardio. But it is, but it isn't. It's just it's just a joke that we make because we get our heart rate up really high, higher than we normally do. But when we talk about conditioning, we're talking about endurance. We're talking about adapting the body to a certain activity. Okay. For some of my clients that are older, that could be walking up and down the stairs. That could be walking to their mailbox. That could be um, getting on and off the floor. It doesn't necessarily have to be a cardio activity to improve your endurance with that activity. And so that's where conditioning comes in, is we've got our strength. We've got our our neuromuscular system that needs to be adapted in order to do certain things. But we also have the endurance of our muscles, the endurance of our our heart health, the endurance and our ability to endure through exercise that is a key piece to strength training. And a and that's why they go together. That's why it's strength and conditioning. So also when we talk about cardio, cardio has been widely used as a term for fat loss. Okay. It is a tool in my opinion for fat loss. But it is not the end-all, be-all answer for fat loss all the time. It just depends on the person, okay? I have power lifters who have to cut for a meat, who do have cardio as a form of fat, fat loss for steady-state cardio. I also have clients who I would really just like them to go outside for a 30-minute walk who are, we're not focused on fat loss. We're focused on movement, getting in movement, um, and not necessarily calorie burning. It's the fat loss piece though, that tends to get out of control, especially with women, which is why I like incorporating conditioning work that is also cardio. So you're improving your cardiovascular health, you're improving your performance in the gym, and you're improving your performance in everyday life. Um, and so that's a brief overview of conditioning versus cardio. It, it's just that like you're, you can be, you could run several miles, but like you may not be able to do 15 deadlifts in a minute and, and, and you're, you're going to be out of breath. So, um, because your body is not conditioned to doing that exercise, it is conditioned to run a half marathon for example. So uh, anyway, that is just a general overview of conditioning and then the perspective on conditioning and why I, I prefer conditioning. It just, at the end of the day, it takes the focus off of fat loss and how your body looks and it, it moves it more to let me see how well I can perform in life and in the gym. Um, and that is the primary focus. You can also in- incorporate cardiovascular health and other things within that conditioning piece, but there is a a direct benefit to that style of training. Okay. 
And the key here with everything and with everything that I do and the kind of coach I am, the goal is to move away from aesthetics and staying on the treadmill and to produce sweat and um, endorphins and all of those things and feel like you're actually doing something to um, incorporating conditioning to improve how you're feeling in the gym, how you're feeling in life, how how well you're doing um, with everyday activities and maybe even, you know, you go on your first hike and you feel good doing that, you know, whatever the case is. Is it improving your body's function in everyday life with maybe some added benefits at the same time? I'm going to give two client examples uh, because I have two clients who who are in that space of strength and conditioning and are kind of textbook for me. So, for example, one of my clients, she... She started with me for fat loss, okay? And the initial struggle was really just getting into the gym. Like, she couldn't get into the gym unless she had an appointment with me. And that was a really big challenge for her to go to the gym on her own because she did not feel confident. She felt like she didn't know what she was doing. She felt like nothing that she was doing was purposeful. So then we moved to more hypertrophy because she really liked what I was doing at the time, which was bodybuilding. And so we moved away from focusing on fat loss to more hypertrophy while, uh, you know, she went through different phases and this is totally okay. This is over several years. I've been, this client's been with me for almost four years. So just keep that in mind. Um, so for a little bit, we moved to hypertrophy and bodybuilding style training. She thought maybe she wanted to do a bodybuilding competition. We did that for a few months. She realized she didn't like it. Um, I started to train out of a a powerlifting gym, and she decided that she wanted to try her hand at powerlifting, which is all great things. So just strength training. We did some some cardio conditioning within that, but mostly uh, it was just strength training. And um, she had some stuff going on that affected her mental health. So she could not um, necessarily do strength training long term, uh, just strength training and for the purpose of the sport, which is totally understandable. It's not for everyone. So now I had the idea of moving towards strength and conditioning and working on strength in different movements, not just in the typical powerlifting movement, squat, bench, and deadlift. So I taught her a few other things. We worked on pull-ups, push-ups, all of those things and incorporating all of those things into her routine. Now she's completely virtual. She goes to the gym four to five days a week. I incorporate strength training in a progressive way like we talked about at the beginning of the podcast. So we work on different things like um, she was working on jerks and front squats and just different things besides just the powerlifting movements. We also worked on pull-ups and and those types of things. We're working on mobility with some areas where she feels stiff on a regular basis. Um, in again, in a progressive way. I also have some conditioning work for her in there. So um, things like circuits and interval work to help her with her strength in other areas and help her with endurance because she is someone who like for with back squats, for example, she gets very winded. Well, 
that tells me that we probably needed to incorporate some conditioning to condition her body to be under load for back squats. And so that's what we've been doing. What we've seen is an incredible increase in her strength gains, a credible increase in her mental health. And she's doing a lot of work on her own. It's not just her, her program. Um, and her ability to show up for herself, which is just so very huge. On top of that, we're seeing a lot of body recomp gains. So, um, so she's got some muscle and and muscle building on top of all of the strength that she's built as well. So, great example of that. I also have uh, my power lifter. She is getting ready for, for competition next month. And we have also incorporated some endurance work into her training with the big three because she tends to have some sticking points throughout her movements. Um, and we want to work on those weak points. Conditioning is a great way to get really granular with sports specific training in order to push past those, uh, sticking points and, and those weak points that you have. And so we've utilized conditioning work with weights to help her with endurance, to help her push past her sticking points through uh, the big three while maintaining her weight, while maintaining her weight, she's able to eat more. She's able to function better at higher amounts of food and not feel sluggish and not feel like she's like bulking a ton because we're incorporating that endurance training along with her strength training. So a very good example of that. I am so excited because I feel like this, this podcast was very efficient. One thing that I've told myself with this podcast is messy action, messy action. I'm a perfectionist. You guys, I literally, everything has to be perfect unless it's not good enough. And that is not the way that you do things. So I'm excited that this was a, a bit more efficient. I felt like I was on task. I kept to my notes. I kept to everything. And so I'm, I'm very excited about that. With Patreon, I'm going to talk about that in a second, but I do want to talk about uh, my services when it comes to strength and conditioning and, and coaching. So I do have a couple of strength training programs that are coming out in the next couple of weeks. And I'm so excited. Uh, so the first one is going to be a supplemental strength program focused on incorporating strength training for those who do other things. So for those who uh, do a different sport or their meat and potatoes is just like one meat, but they want to add potatoes, which is strength training. This is going to be that this program. Um, and so we're going to focus on, um, back strength with like pulling movements, but also like the big three squat bench and deadlift, um, and those types of things within this program. It's going to be super affordable. I think I have it priced right now at $70. Um, and, um, it's going to be a six week program or a 12 week program. I'm sorry, 12 weeks, um, uh, with smaller, like Incre incremental cycles. You can track your progress and everything like that. I'm so excited. The week after that, I am also coming out with a strength and conditioning program. 
And I am so excited for this program. It is also very well-rounded. I incorporate everything from mobility, stretching. I've, I've got some yoga, some Pilates in there. I've got some plyometrics and calisthenics work. And it is a masterpiece. It um, I have modifications for those of you who are beginners, who are just starting out with strength and conditioning and, and all of those things. Um, and I am thrilled. For those of you who who are inside Patreon, you are going to get the first two weeks of these programs inside Patreon for free. So if you want the additional, you will have to purchase that. But these two programs are going to be the first two weeks of the program. I'm going to post it and share it inside Patreon when I launch it. So um, I am so excited. I hope that this podcast was helpful for you to kind of discern um, whether or not you want to incorporate strength training, I'd love to support you. I do. I, I also have, um, virtual coaching packages. If this is something that you are interested in, if you have any questions, please reach out to me on Instagram. Happy to answer any questions that you have. I'd also love to connect with you and follow you and all of those things. So if you found me through the podcast, hit me up on social media and I will talk to you guys very, very soon. Bye.